0: Hey, happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Coaching Minds podcast from the Mental Training Plan. We've got another tool for you this week. Again, we are here to want to be great, to hate average, and getting the most out of ourselves. doesn't matter if it is in your sport, uh, at home, in your job, whatever it is. We hate being average, and we want to be great. So we got another wonderful tool for you this week, 80-20 rule and 1% rule.
1: This season is sponsored by Prox. Prox Pro-X is the premier multi-sport training destination in the Midwest that hosts sports performance, sports rehab, and physical therapy, as well as sports-specific instruction programming for baseball, softball, football, golf, and more. Pro-X puts everything an athlete needs under one roof, just like the pros. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast. Helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C.
0: So often, Ben, we throw around talking about the 80-20 rule and the 1% rule. Uh, What would be uh, just a simple definition of what that
1: is? So the the 80-20 rule is is kind of that it's not necessarily it must be 80 and 20. It's just kind of a way to refer to the idea that the majority of the rewards or success or something like that go to the minority of players or teams or organizations or or whatever. And then James Clear um, kind of brings up the 1% rule that states that over time, the majority of the rewards in a given field will accumulate to the people, teams, and organizations that maintain a 1% advantage over the alternatives. You don't have to be twice as good to get twice the results you just have to be slightly better. So I mean whether we we're, we're going to talk a little bit specifically about sports teams today, you know, but the the same can be said if there's 10 if there's 10 companies bidding on this project, you don't have to be twice as good or 10 times as good as everybody else. You just have to be a tiny bit better than your competition to get all of the rewards to to end up landing that project or that sale.
0: So I I see this thinking about like Let's look at NFL quarterbacks. All right. To have that position, you have to be, to be a starting quarterback, you have to be one of the best 32 in your field in the world, right? Yep. And so there's so often, we all do it sitting from our couch on a Sunday saying, this guy is terrible. He is so bad, you know, whatever, saying something bad about a quarterback when when they're the best in the world. And it's not that they're terrible, but the elite guys are just 1% better. It's just that they're a little bit better.
1: No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Just that the point is to be one of the best of all time. There's just a, there's a small percentage of quarterbacks who could be quote unquote the best. And this doesn't show up just in the business world or just in sports. I mean, there was a, there was an article in science magazine about the hyper dominance in the Amazonian tree flora. I love subscribing to that magazine. One of my favorites. (laughs) And so there were, there's 16,000 tree species down in the Amazon rainforest. Right. But what they found was that 227 of them, which is just like 1.4% of the total, were what they called hyper-dominant species, and they accounted for half of all the trees in the Amazon, whereas the rarest 11,000 species of trees were just 0.12% of the trees. And so the, the whole point is just there's a portion of trees who grow just a little bit taller, and have a little bit more reach and get just a little bit more sunlight and then have maybe just a little bit deeper roots or bigger roots that can withstand wind a little bit more and can get nutrients out of the soil just a little bit more. I mean, it's not like these trees are growing at 10 times the rate of all the other trees. It's just a little tiny bit. But then those 20, those 227 species make up half of the rainforest
0: so it appears that they're doing they're something so much bigger and so much greater but in all reality it's just they've worked a little bit more or they've had uh, just a small amount more of success
1: yeah and so that's where you know looking at looking at the 80 20 rule it's just it's usually there's a smaller group that makes up a larger portion or a smaller group that has more success right so we've seen it in trees yeah uh, if you if you're looking in sports in the NBA 20% of the franchises have won 75.3% of the championships and if you go down even deeper than that the Celtics and the Lakers have won almost half of the championships In the NFL, the top 19% of the franchises have won 57% of Super Bowls. And in Major League Baseball, the top 20% of the franchises have won 62% of the World Series championships. And one thing James Clear talks about with the whole 1% rule is that the 80-20 rule doesn't have to be exactly 20% and 80%. It's just the idea that there's a smaller group having a larger portion of success. Why? Because of the 1% rule.
0: All right, so let's talk about that. those teams that didn't reach the World Series or the teams that didn't make it to the state finals uh, because that appears to be the majority, right, of the groups that didn't make it. Yep. So what do what do those teams, what do those individuals have to do then to reach, to get to be a part of that 20%? That's a,
1: that's a great question. So if you get 1% better every day, you'll be 37 times better in a year. And one example that James James Clear talks about is the British cycling team and in a span of 110 years they won 0 Tour de France championships and 1 Olympic gold medal. That's not very good. <laughs> That is, in fact, not very good. I don't know much about bikes, but I know that's not good. (laughs) That is not good. So they hired Dave Brailsford in 2003, and he said the whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1%, you get a significant increase when you put them all together.
0: So from the outside, it doesn't look like it's this huge change, right? Because it's just 1% in all these different fields.
1: And I, and I would say it's almost even laughable. Like. Oh, you're going to you're going to do this or you're going to do that. That doesn't make any kind of a difference. You know, what, you know what I mean? It's But
0: piled on with everything else is when you start to see the results.
1: Right. So they redesigned the bike seats to make them more comfortable. They rubbed alcohol in the tires to get a better grip on the road. They asked riders to wear heated shorts so that their muscle temperature while riding was ideal and they used biofeedback sensors to look at how each athlete responded to different workouts so they could maximize the workout to that athlete, the team tested various fabrics in a wind tunnel and they had different racing suits that gave them just a, a maybe just a one percent edge and were one percent more aerodynamic than their opponents and they tested different types of massage gels to help get the fastest muscle recovery. They hired a surgeon to teach each rider the best way to wash their hands so they didn't get a cold they figured out what type of pillow and what type of mattress led to the best sleep for each individual rider. They th- this is the one that's almost kind of a little bit like really it, they painted the inside of the team truck white because it helped them spot little bits of dust that would normally slip by unnoticed that could potentially degrade the performance of finely tuned bikes. So literally the the truck that they're hauling their bikes around in they changed the inside of it so they could keep it a little bit more clean. That's not something where, you know, if you're if you're out there listening, trying to get your cycling team an edge, and you just go paint the inside of your trailer white, you're not going to start winning Tour de France championships, right. right? But you pile it on top of hundreds of all these little things day in and day out, and you just get 1% better, and you train 1% harder, and you you know, fine tune all these little things. Once they start piling up, it starts making huge differences. And so just five years after he took over the British cycling team dominated the road and track cycling events in the 2008 games in Beijing, and they won 60% of the gold medals in cycling that year. And in 2012, they not only went back and won medals, but they set nine Olympic records and seven world records, so they took it to an even higher level four years later and that's on the that 's on the
0: world stage in nine years right
1: the, yeah that's that 's going from being absolutely horrible for a hundred and ten years to all of a sudden this guy comes in and you see that progress in in under ten years and And during that 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world championships and 66 Olympic or Paralympic gold medals and captured five Tour de France victories, which is just an unbelievable run. So from the outsiders
0: looking into that you see the start in 2000 2003 they're just terrible and all of a sudden now you follow the sport recreationally you're kind of into it and you see in 2007 2010 around there you start seeing all this success you're thinking what what kind of new training regimen did they get what kind of new bikes did they get right. i gotta get their the new bike whatever they have it's so much better the new you know strength and conditioning i don't know like i said i don't know much about bikes so i, don't, I but you're what we're seeing here is it's like there's got to be these huge results and you're telling me now they just um painted a van and washed their hands correctly
1: <laughs> right and i and i mean you know we've i know we've got cyclists out there listening shout out to addy mm. hope things are going well uh, keep training hard. Absolutely. So we we've got cyclists out there that are listening that I, I hope you're kind of hearing some of these small little tiny details. Um, but it, it applies to all sports. I mean in, in 2012 the the Westfield high school football season ended after we got the ball. I want to say I want to say we started inside around 20. Um, I thought we went like I don't know, 80. I thought we went like 87 yards in three plays or something like that. I know we threw a little, little under route that went for a long ways. And then we threw a little dig route and then lateral to a guy coming underneath. And that got us past the 50. And then we threw a Hail Mary into the end zone. And up until that point, probably the best receiver in Westfield High School history goes up, high points the ball, comes down with the Hail Mary. We go nuts. He's marked down inside the one yard line. And so the season ended because of that. And it was like, well, you know, once you kind of get over the, well, my season ended and this sucks. Once you kind of get, get around to, all right, well, what are we going to do to prepare for next year? It was like, well, simple. The, the new word is going to be finished and we are going to finish everything. And so what's, what started off as kind of a seemingly small thing We were harping on every single sprint and every single lift, and we were just yelling, finish, 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 finish. And it just became a cultural thing and it became an expectation. And, you know, you that Nick Ferrer was a junior in 2012 uh, and who was on season two of the podcast. And, you know, fast forward to 2013 and Westfield goes back to the state championship. Um, couldn't, couldn't quite keep up with a, uh, a Terry McLaurin, um, but had a, you know, other than, other than that game had a phenomenal season. And so if you look at that 2013 team and say, well, what was different about them? Why were they so good? I mean, yeah, you know, Nick grew up, he was a senior and Devin grew up and he was a senior and Zane grew up and he was, you know, and, and and Cole and, and all these guys, they got, bigger and faster and stronger. But really, I think it was that small, tiny attention to detail. We are going to finish everything from this sprint to this lift, to this rep, to this play, to this drive. I mean, and it just carried over and it completely changed the culture of the program. So there's more to it
0: than when that, but I, I envision like the basketball coach yelling at the players to touch the line. Yes. It's not just about, I'm going to be a jerk and, and yell at you guys. It is because there is something behind it.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And it those seemingly small, insignificant details like that sprint, that, la- that 15th sprint at the end of 6 a.m. workouts in the middle of February, it's hard in that moment to get 16, 17, 18 year old athletes to say, yeah, this is going to win a state championship. But when they do and they buy into that, and you pile it up and you pile it on and you pile it on and you pile it on, and all of a sudden, you know, you've been at this for a whole year. And now, what was the stat we said earlier? Now you're 37 times better if you get 1% better every single day. And that is where success comes from. And that is how you can take that next step and go from good to elite or from good to great.
0: All right. So, a lot of information we're throwing out there today, Ben. What's. What's something for our listeners that uh, have been very loyal to our notebook and journaling, like we like we mentioned early on in the season? What's What are some things they can write down uh, to take with them to have in their toolbox?
1: Well, hopefully, if, if you have been keeping up with the notebook, I mean, we're on what, like episode 18 now? I mean, we've been at this for a while. Hopefully, there's been kind of a cumulative effect of... I put this tool into practice and then I put this tool into practice and, and you're starting to see the success pile up and build on top of each other. And so I, and that's part of the 1% right there. Absolutely. 100%. And so what, what we're going to do this week is in your notebook, I want you, I want to really challenge you to fine tune everything about your preparation and, and that's why we pulled out so many of those examples that James Clear talked about with the British cycling team I mean everything from massage gels to pillows to mattresses to rubbing alcohol on the tires to heated shorts for muscle temperature and biofeedback sensors and washing your hands so you don't get a cold I mean how can you improve every aspect of your game your confidence your focus your optimism, your techniques, your skills, your strength, your speed, your sleep, your recovery, your nutrition, your hydration. If you can just get 1% better and you can just gain a little tiny edge over your opponent in all of those areas, and you can commit to that for a year, two years, four years, Eight years. I mean, imagine what you can accomplish. And so and so that's the challenge this week for your notebook.
0: And it's important to in this society to see past next week. Right. Yes. I and mean, we struggle so much with wanting to have that instant gratification. Man, I, I did this last week. Why am I not now the starter? Or why am I not stronger than that guy? Uh, because I I did one percent more. It won't change probably in the next six months, right? I mean it, it takes yeah. time. And you have to just trust the process and has to grow and grow and grow. And years down the road, you'll be able to look back and say, I know why I reached this because of the daily grind and the grit that we've talked about earlier podcasts.
1: That's awesome. And I I mean, just getting back to the notebook, like how valuable to be able to look back from six months ago and see kind of, here's where I started out. Here's what I was journaling about. Here's what I was writing down. Here's what I was focusing on. Here's what I was struggling with To where am I at now? And we can see those little incremental steps. And yeah, there's maybe not much difference from August to September, but, but by the time we get around to next May, by the time we get around to, hey, football's starting back up or whatever sport you're playing is starting back up, now there's going to be those huge gaps and those big differences if
0: you'd like some uh, some additional information on this topic, connect with us online at mentaltrainingplan.com or reach out to us on social media at MentalTRPlan we've got some good stuff being sent out on there we would love to connect with you until next time, don't settle for average make your plan and put it to work